0: Hi, this is Kara Swisher, and I want to talk to you about my new podcast for The New York Times called Sway. If you want to know what people who hold power in our world are really all about, you need to hear how they answer the tough questions. And that is my specialty. And although it might get messy, as it always does, it's also going to be really fun. You can get Sway wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are available Mondays and Thursdays. by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they would love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus 4412737. Three three four three three, or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk/contact. Alternatively, you can speak to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be more than happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by Shay Robottom, CEO at Robottom Marketing. Shay, how are you? I'm good, Andy. How are you? I'm very, very well. And uh, where are you geographically located, Shay? I am in Miami. That's that's the warm bit at the bottom, isn't it?
1: Very very warm bit right now. Yes.
0: <laughs> Is it? What's the temperature right now?
1: Oh, it's about ninety degrees. Yeah, probably feels like a hundred.
0: Wow, humid as well, as I imagine. Yeah. It's not quite that warm here in um in in the UK. It's it's probably about sixty five, if that. <laughs> so I'm, oh wow! Not, not oh, that I'm, not that I'm yeah. jealous, Shay. Um, now <laughs> Shay, tell us all about yourself, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, robot and marketing.
1: Absolutely, well, first of all, thank you for having me, Andy. This is a great show so I um formed an agency when I was twenty three It was my first digital marketing agency, and it was uh, focused around licensing viral video clips and reselling them to large blogs online that they could use for their audience and also amass new followers so Um, when I first got into the business, I, I truly actually did not know a lot about marketing and this opportunity kind of fell in my lap and I knew that it was so important to take advantage of it Mm. because there were so many blog owners monetizing and just making buku dollars online. I really was intrigued by like the social media marketing world and I really wanted to dive into it. So I saw a need, you know, in the market for licensed video content, essentially, you know, safe video clips that, that blogs could post for their audience. Yeah. And I spent about three years doing that. You know, I built up a library of over 10,000 videos. I worked with pretty much all of the biggest and most followed pages on platforms like Facebook and um, it really taught me a lot. It was a very humbling experience. You know, I, I got to work with some big names like Yahoo, Petco, doing their social media. So it was really great. And and I eventually <laughs> stumbled across LinkedIn, which we're going to talk about today. So yeah. I started posting my own videos on LinkedIn, which was new for me because I had historically only created social media video content for other Blog owners, um, so it was a little different. I started, you know, releasing content and attracting leads for my Facebook agency at the time. But the reach on LinkedIn was just so incredible, and the leads I was generating was was it was so insane. It it really transformed my business, and it caused me to look at the platform differently. Um, which I think a lot of people still have it in their brain that LinkedIn is. Uh, you know, just for recruiters or it's for job seekers. It's not really a platform that people have historically viewed as very engaging and as very effective for B2B marketing. Mm. But I I saw... You know, I saw pretty quickly what the opportunity was and I actually resigned from my last agency. I sold my shares and now I've built robot of marketing, which um, is similar. You know, I use all of the expertise I built up over the years on Facebook and in terms of how to create video content that's going to go viral and attract your target market. So now I take everything that I've learned and I help individuals and businesses on LinkedIn become video creators to do just that attract leads and get seen as an expert in their industry
0: that's amazing so basically because I, I wasn't that familiar with this um, business model be, before Shay of sort of like relicensing other people's mm-hmm. uh, video i didn't really even know you could you could actually do it but obviously you made mm-hmm. a business from it what well, now so when you moved to linkedin you basically discovered that the reach was a lot better and that's I'm yes. guessing that was quite a surprise to you.
1: Yes and no. Um, so actually, what I picked up on my time at Facebook, working with a lot of these these big page owners, was that a lot of them, when I when you talk to them, they all started their page around the same time, and there was actually this time period on Facebook, I'd say around like 2009 to like 2012, kind of that range, where the generous the, the organic reach on Facebook was so generous. And as long as you created a Facebook page and were posting consistently, it was like very easy to blow up fast and grow a following. Yeah. So a lot of those pages, it, 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 it wasn't necessarily about their talent to create content. It was more that they got in at the right time. And I was very fascinated by this and very observant of it because I, I had I had missed the boat, you know. I, I had started working on Facebook after this wave, and I was much more of a support person back then, helping the pages as opposed to growing my own. Because it became a lot more challenging to grow organically on Facebook by the time I I got on the platform. And you know, it's just it it's the organic reach is not what it once was. Like you, it's very difficult to grow a Facebook page organically today. Yeah. But in two thousand nine. Man, if you, if you got in, you took advantage, and you were posting all the time, very easy. So that's quickly what I saw on LinkedIn. I was like, oh, well, LinkedIn is just kind of going through that period right now where the reach is very generous. You know, they're trying to encourage more users on the platform to create content. Hmm. And, there's, and they're trying to specifically encourage people to create videos. And when there's only so many videos to pull from, there's a very good chance that your video will show up in the feed. So I quickly saw, okay, now's the time to grow on LinkedIn. I want to get in. I want to get in now. I want to go hard 100%, just like I saw these page owners do on other platforms and really solidify before that algorithm shifts, before it becomes – Um, too saturated and too competitive. I'm going to make my mark and I'm going to be here now. So I wouldn't necessarily say it was was a, a surprise because I was aware that there are these prime time periods on platforms, but you're right it was a surprise in the sense that I hadn't really been doing anything on LinkedIn before that. And I wasn't really paying attention. So it was a it was a good surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. LinkedIn is certainly a bit of a dark horse, isn't it? And um, it's got quite a different feel to other social media. sites, if, if, if you can even call it a social media site, Because it's more businessy, isn't it? Do you think you have to sort mm-hmm. of um, produce slightly different sorts of video for LinkedIn? Or do you think it matters that much?
1: Yes, of course. I think you need to do different videos for LinkedIn. It is a business platform. There's no other social media platform out there with this many educated users and this many users with access to money. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: I think I recently just heard that it's like the average LinkedIn profile makes over six figures a year, which is just insane. I mean, you'll not you'll not find that on Tumblr, on Instagram, (laughs) you'll not find that anywhere else. So the money is here. The decision makers are here. Um it's it's definitely i would say more vanilla like there's not a lot of people taking risks on linkedin with their content which is part of why i've been able to grow so quickly i'm kind of on there talking about the things that people want to tiptoe around or stay away from because it is a professional platform mm. and Maybe they have, uh, maybe, maybe they're an employee, you know, maybe they have a boss they're concerned about watching, you know, as an entrepreneur, I kind of had that freedom to, to get on LinkedIn and make my content my own. And I think that it's also a really inspiring platform in terms of everyone is kind of there for personal development. Everyone's there for leads to grow their business. So you don't really get a lot of like haters or like trolls, uh, like you do, uh, like we've seen historically on platforms like oh, Facebook yes. and Instagram. So oh, yes. it's also, it, yeah, it's also really an encouraging place to be, which is why I like
0: LinkedIn. Yeah. They're a lot more sensible on LinkedIn, aren't they?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and <laughs> even, even the negative, even like the negative comments, even people who will disagree with your video, they're usually just looking to engage in a healthy debate. You know, they're really not trolling or, or doing any, anything to stir things up. It's it's really been refreshing because it's so hard to find that on like Facebook threads these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm just wondering because we've got a lot of um, listeners who know that they've got sort of small businesses. Some of them are one-man bands, others are larger businesses. Mm. And you mentioned that you were you were trying to sort of push the envelope a bit to make the, the the video stand out a bit, and I was just wondering how you get the balance right between sort of uh, staying true to the sort of businessy LinkedIn approach as opposed to the yes. slightly more off piste type of approach.
1: Yes, absolutely. So. To give you an example of how I do this, um, one avenue that I've taken is to make humorous videos. Mm. And this is also something I picked up from my time on Facebook. You know, I worked with a lot of um, creators who had a blog where they were creating skits every day, you know, they were acting and they were acting out these everyday scenarios that were relatable, posting their little skit on Facebook, and it, you know, it was performing really well. So we've seen the skit content, the kind of humor, humorous bits on YouTube, we've seen them on Facebook. Now, no one was really bringing that to LinkedIn. And me having not only the background in social media marketing, but also, also I didn't even touch on this, but I used to be in entertainment. So I, I do have acting experience, I do love to be on stage. Mm. So I decided to start... Creating some skits, some comedy bits around office life and around uh, business and the <laughs> yeah. professional world. And you know, you asked how does that fit in with LinkedIn? Well, I'll tell you. So, kind of what I do the skit itself and the piece of video content is really meant to make you laugh. It's meant to be funny. You know, it's definitely, it usually has a takeaway and a reaction, but it's definitely meant to make you laugh. But what I do is in the copy, so the description, the text posts associated with the video, LinkedIn allots for 1,300 characters. And pretty much every video I post, I use all 1,300 characters. I have a long text description to accompany my video. Yeah. So what I'll do, like for example, I did a video about things sales guys say where I'm just imitating a sales guy. It's like a bro <laughs> corporate character, you know, and I'm just saying all the things like, Hit the phones, baby, and like hustle, you know. And I'm I just have this little uh, collection of of funny things that you hear from your sales team because everyone can relate to that, and Mm -hmm. especially on LinkedIn. But in the copy in the text post, I actually made it very serious, and I brought it back to the professional world in in a way that would make people engage in discussion. Because what I did was I actually talked about the struggle of sales. And even though I'm kind of poking fun at sales guys in this video, I made sure in my copy to lay out, you know, how hard it is to do sales and how it's a, it's a very rare personality type that can actually handle that job. And at the end of the day, if we didn't have a sales team, we wouldn't have a business. So, you know, you have to value your salespeople for their resilience, their ability to take rejection and get up day after day and keep picking up the phones and it, it it really went over well like you know i think on a platform like linkedin had i just posted the spoof with not really any text to go with it there might have actually been some people who got the idea that i was just hating on sales guys yes. but i didn't you know i i i made sure to have a very professional copy very serious very uh almost like a tribute to sales guys and then it was like The salespeople loved it and the post totally blew up. Actually, it's one of my most viral posts to date. Um, So that just to give you an example, you know, I don't really see people taking that angle where they do something a little more humorous, something a little more creative outside of the box, but they still bring it back to the business world and make it professional because LinkedIn gives you those 1300 characters to write whatever it is you want to write
0: about. Well, listen, thanks so much for talking to us. We must make sure we put uh, a couple of links into those videos in in the show notes. Um, Yes, yes, please do. I'll send you the links. (laughs) That'd be fantastic. Now, just before we sign off, um, just wanted to touch on, actually, because you mentioned that you built your business up. So you were at this initial agency, and then when you discovered the... um, the power of LinkedIn, you started your own agency, and i, I believe you grew from isn't like six or eight employees to is it over forty in a in a year. Tell us a wee bit about that?
1: yes, absolutely. So um that was my my first agency, you know, I'd mentioned earlier the need in the market for licensed video content, mm. and that was really uh, I mean, talk about being in the right place at the right time, that was also the case. Um my partner and I, I have a partner Luke Marlow who I also founded that last agency with yeah. and this new one. So, you know, we really saw that it was not going to go anywhere like if it was just the two of us. You know, we were in our early 20s we were young you know we were we were hustling and we had good clients and actually we had gotten a lot of clients in the beginning just from word of mouth yeah. because there was such a need for licensed video content and there was no one doing it. So it was kind of like word of mouth. One blog owner told another blog owner, you know, you know, the, this company, they're doing you know, safe content. They can edit it for you, all this. So we, we were fortunate that we started to build up a client base and we were making good money and we were profitable, but we didn't really have the tools to scale. We didn't really know how to scale. We were kind of like, how do we take this to the next level? You know, take it from being just like a few people working out of our downtown apartment you know and we had some outsourced employees at the time but we really wanted to take it to that next level so and we actually ended up um getting an investment and it, it was funny because at the time we didn't we didn't even necessarily know what we were looking for we just need we knew we needed something but um we ended up getting an investment and that was when we were really able to scale so we ended yeah. up you know getting an office. We started to hire more in-house employees. We hired a sales team, you know, because before that it had just pretty much been Luke was the sales team. We hired a sales team. We started doing massive outreach on platforms like Facebook, you know, pretty much every blog owner had heard of us and our videos. And then, yeah, we were growing really fast and we were hiring, hiring, you know, mostly editors and that had got to, yeah, uh, over 40 employees at that point in time. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Well, thanks for coming on, Thank Shay. You. And, uh, you know, listeners, there is inspiration. So, certainly take a look at LinkedIn and particularly the use of video on LinkedIn. So, Shay, um, how can our listeners find out more about you and more about uh, Red Bottom Marketing?
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Andy. Well, definitely follow me on LinkedIn. So it's linkedin.com slash in slash Shea robottom That's my domain platform. All of my original content goes out there before any other platform. And then to learn more about my business, Robotom Marketing and what we do for businesses on LinkedIn, uh, check out my website, www.sheaerowbottom.com. And there's also a form there if you'd like to get on a call.
0: Thank you very much, Shay. And thank you for listening, everybody. Show notes will be in the usual place sitevisibility.co.uk slash impodcast. Uh, we would encourage you to leave a review if you like what we're doing on iTunes or your favorite platform of uh, podcast listening. Um, questions and suggestions, uh, suggestions as, as in topics or as in Uh, guests possibly send those to podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk you can tweet at site visibility remember we have a site visibility group on linkedin there you go another plug for linkedin so that's all from me and me and it's all from shay thank you so much thanks shay and we'll see you next time on internet marketing